News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, uh, the Electric Picnic, as you may be aware, is kicking off this weekend and many people will be heading down today for the, sort of the setup day of the tents, etc. But there's been very interesting conversations being had because Billie Eilish obviously is is the female headline act about gender quotas for music festivals should there be such a thing and to discuss this further I'm joined now by Linda Coogan-Byrne from Why Not Her and Minnie Mooney who's a freelance journalist good morning to you both um, first of all I'll come to you uh, Linda uh, you think that we should ha- have gender quotas and that might improve I suppose diversity of lineup. Yeah, I mean, good morning. Um, I, I'm not gender quotas on festivals. No, I mean, we have to go to where the issue actually is. And it's across playlists. It's as an ecosystem, a play. And the lack of airplay has a direct impact on the livelihood of artists. The music that radio stations play determine which artists get signed to record labels, which artists are asked to perform at festivals and concerts. And musicians that aren't playlisted are far less likely to be able to make a living. So that is the root core and, and cause of this. Okay, I mean, so so you're not you saying know. we have to have like 50-50 male-female artists on the on the head, but you're saying if female artists were better promoted in general, I don't know, radio, stream. Yeah, there wouldn't okay. be an issue. Okay, yeah. uh, uh, let, let, me, let me bring your, yourself in, Minnie. What do you make of that? Are, are female artists disadvantaged? Yeah, good morning. Um, I think I actually do agree with what Linda was saying in terms of it's part of a bigger problem. I think simply just going to the end at a music festival and mandating 50-50 gender performances doesn't actually help anybody. It doesn't actually redistribute power in the music industry in any way. But at the same time, um, even when it comes to the streaming minutes, I, I'm not in favour of gender quotas for music being played on radios or at festivals. I think the whole idea of gender quotas is actually quite, it can end up being quite patronising to women. I think it's dismissive of the huge success that a lot of women have achieved in the music industry for a very long time. I think we should celebrate that rather than mandating for yeah, gender Yeah, and, and, and is that not a fair point, Linda? We, I mean, Billie Eilish, not only is she is she the female, but, but she, what does she have? Over 100 million followers. I don't know how many millions and millions of streams. She's up there like Adele, like Beyonce, like Taylor Swift, as uh, mm. Lady Gaga, Madonna. Like they, She's a superstar. Totally. But the, at the end of the day, like female artists that are assigned to record labels, there's always going to be anomalies. And for every Taylor Swift, for every Billie Eilish, for every Lizzo, their male counterparts are far far, far more in numbers. So if you look at even the, go even deeper into the microcosm of the industry, 20%, 20 to 22% of artists signed by major labels are women. So the women that are then signed to the labels, they they typically just go on a big, large pile and go, yeah, we'll we'll pick one of them because we can't have more than one female artist okay. at any but, different but time. Can I, uh, is there something different? And I don't know, I'm, I'm asking you a question, but, but between mm-hmm. how men and women consume music or engage with music because when I was say young uh, yeah. and I was in college I actually was in a band but I was mm. practically the only girl I, I knew at the time. Yeah, well <laughs> it's probably better <laughs> not to talk about, not to talk about it because it was pretty bad but but uh, you know I was probably I was one I think I was the only girl I practically knew who was and whereas I knew no loads of lads in bands and and, and so uh, I don't know why that was exactly but it seemed yeah. to me that 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 males participated in music more that so so it wasn't just that 
they're being less listened to. There's more men going into music, more males taking part. Well, they're right. That's actually false. Um, is it? No, no, that's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's um, one of them. And this is the thing, like, we always have to look at data when, we, when we're, when you know, in debates, when we're chatting. And opinion is fantastic and personal experience. But when we look at the vast uh, plethora of data that's available, like Vic Bain um, from the F-List in the UK, a wonderful campaigner for diversity and gender equality. She has a thousands of women and female identifying artists on this list industry list and they're all some way connected to either being a performer an engineer a producer so there's loads and is what you're saying yes and they did okay. a data um, report and more, more women than men actually study music in college study music as a profession but they drop out because of the lack of Okay. Opportunity so, given so, to them. so, Minia, I, I pushed, I sound like a barrister. I put that to you. I mean, I know you're saying it's patronizing gender quotas, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I get that argument. Mm-hmm. But if people are, if people are dropping out, if there isn't support, if there is a perception that women aren't as good at it, that women aren't as appealing and that they're not getting signed to the same extent as, as male artists, do we not need to put something in until we reach a level playing field? Yeah, well, again, I would just go back to what I was saying earlier. I think um, there is a conversation to be had around how um, women sort of interact with the industry. And there's all sorts of things that I I don't think are barriers, but I think it leads to women maybe seeing a life in music as different than from what a man would see. And that those should definitely be kind of talked about and taken into consideration. But again, I don't think that a gender quota is the answer to that. I don't think that's actually going to fix anything in the long term. Okay. And, and Linda, do you disagree? Would you like to see some form of gender quota? You know what? I'm, I'm about policy. And I think if people are trained that are in the positions of power and authority, again, within playlist teams, within A&R, within record labels, and they have that availability to gender diversity and equality programmes that ensure that a sonic landscape that we're hearing changes from a homogenized male one to a diverse landscape that reflects the music industry as it is as a whole and our environment and our culture. I think that's okay. where the solution lies. I don't think, you know, taking off a band-aid really quick and going, okay, let's just put in gender quotas. All right. Because people so, aren't going so, to understand. Something more. Listen, I, I appreciate yeah. both of you coming on and speaking to me. Thank you so much. That is Linda Coogan-Byrne there from Why Not Her and Minnie Mooney Freelance Journalist. I'd love to know what you think out there this morning. Loads of you probably travelling down to EP for the weekend. Uh, I'm sure all of you will be out there in a field uh, at some point this evening listening to, to Billie Eilish. But, like, should there be more Billie Eilishes? Should there be should there, should there there be more women in general? And do we need to do something about that, including quotas? Let us know. 87 106 is the WhatsApp. You can text us or indeed send us a voice. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Voicemail.